Sharon, how has your mental diet been? That's a pretty deep question to start with. Okay. Um, encouraging. I would say this week it's been encouraging. Um, and it has consisted a lot of like women friends. Um, a little more intentional about what I've been listening to. Um I think I've been listening more to Christian things this week, which has been kind of um, encouraging also with being more in touch with who I am in Christ. Um, And also... um, To be honest, um, this it's so hard not to get distracted when looking in the mirror for me right now at the moment. Um, yeah, so this week, let's talk about this week. Um, you learned quite a few things. Uh, you were around more women than you usually are, and that felt really good. But there was a time or two where I think I felt a little self-conscious about how much I am like or unlike the other woman. Uh, But I feel like you did a pretty good job of um, like getting out of those thoughts and instead just trying figuring out ways to connect with them instead of sitting there feeling how different you are which was what you initially wanted to do. Um, But yeah, to be honest, like recently this week, I heard a testimony about a girl who um, was in middle school and just felt like she had a rope around her neck all the time and just felt like it was getting tighter and tighter until she met Christ and just she had a feeling of hopelessness and constant dread. And that reminded me that um, there are some people out there who are struggling more with just than your average emotional state, but really of this um, hopelessness and desire to end their life. And that really shook me because sometimes when I'm out and about, I feel very insignificant and like what I say doesn't matter. And sometimes uh, you're too focused on yourself, Sharon, in public. Like, uh, just getting here and there and how much is going on in your day and whether you think what you're going to say will really impact someone. And I think that really influences on what you say. Like, it's almost as if you think you shouldn't speak unless there is going to be a profound impact. Um, That's something I would like to kind of let go and just be more open to... uh, what God wants to say to you, say to you and through you. Um, yeah, and so I really want you to practice saying, like, in the mirror, you are enough. You are enough. Regardless, like right now, I feel like my eyelashes look kind of funny and short. My eyes look kind of small. I feel like my eyeliner is just not 
looking well. I feel like my lips look small. My hair looks kind of crazy. And I don't feel like I look like enough to be hosting a podcast or talking on a podcast. I don't feel like I'm enough to want to talk to other women. Like even tonight, I was just thinking my 30th birthday is coming up next year and birthdays are a really big deal for me or just any reason to get excited is a big deal for you, Sharon. And um, I love being excited. And so I was just trying to think about planning like, oh, maybe going somewhere with a friend that would be really awesome or do I want to stay here and have it with all my family? And then another part of me was like, how amazing would it be to host a retreat? Like, would anybody want to come? Like, how cool would it be to have a room full of women who just want to go to the next level together? And then there's this part of me that's like, who do you think you are? But then there's this other part of me that's like, who cares who I think I am? I just want to offer something and put something together and like work from there. Because I think a lot of times, instead of just like doing something and then working from where I'm at and working with the truth of what actually happens, I just imagine what's ahead and already work with what I think is going to happen. So, yeah. But I think it's really important to do those things and realize what is true and then go from there. Um, Okay, so speaking of that, before I uh, did this podcast, I wrote a few things down because, once again, I know that I can babble. So a few things I wrote down are, you are enough. And um, the question, how has my mental diet been? And I think, I really believe it has been a little more conscious about what I'm feeding myself. Um, So that is a huge, I mean, that alone in itself is a success. I want to have to say, so after I upload the podcast, I shared it with three friends. One friend first. And then I was like, okay, let me just, I think the next day or maybe even that night, I don't remember. I think maybe the next day I sent it to two other friends and all three, I got different responses, but they were all very positive and each one spoke to like a different insecurity I had, which was totally God. But the crazy thing is, is immediately I was like, oh my goodness, why did I send it to that person? Like, they're not the type of person who, you know, wants to hear me talk to myself or, well, they, people even get what I'm trying to say, just like all of these thoughts. And then I was like, hey, but I showed up and I did it. And, um, like, that should be enough. I want to work with what is, what, what, how, with the responses I get and not just how I feel about what I'm going to get. And, um, so it was just totally crazy to hear people's responses. And also, I, I prayed before that God would just give me some scripture to use because I have not been the greatest about sharing scripture. I'm more of like a talker and empathizer and connector. And I want to remove myself here and just like hear Jesus and hear from the word because this thing has been around for years and years and years and has been pretty constant. And I think that's really amazing. And I was like, 
okay, God, I want you to show me. I'm not going to pick what I think might be great. And I was flipping through and I never even knew that this chapter, you know, how they have like subtitles, um, is called a new way of thinking, which is pretty much synonymous for I'm changing my diet. (laughs) So yeah, here is some of the verses. I'm going to read it in Ephesians 4, 17 to like, um, Twenty-five, I guess. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk, not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling, who being past feeling, have given themselves over to lasciviousness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye have learned him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, that ye put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. And then, um, be ye, wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor. Okay, I already read that. For we are members one to, of another. Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole still no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Okay, that's just a lot to swallow in here, but I truly believe that even if we don't grasp everything, um, the Spirit will come, the Holy Spirit, and work that truth into our lives. And first of all, I just want to say like, um, yeah, today I don't really feel in the flow like I did last time while I was talking to you, Sharon. And that is a little bit of a challenge for me. But at the same time, I'm really excited about that because this is me figuring things out as I go right now. You know, and this is kind of how I feel a lot of times. So I'm, I'm really excited to be present here in a state of um, me just feeling the way that I do sometimes. So. I think this is really cool in the verse that it says, let him that still, still no more, but rather let him labor working with his hands, 
the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth. So it's like give, have the stealer no longer be a stealer and let him work for it. The thing which is good. And then so much so that he is able to give to others that need like that is so cool to me. Um, that God's saying like, Hey, let the one that just took get the opportunity to give. And, um, so they can see what that feels like and work with that. And to be honest, like in the past, whenever I read something in the Bible or heard something or someone would say something and it was like totally opposite of what I was doing. Like if I were stealing and someone were to say to me, Hey, still no more. If I would have been a stealer, I would have, um, all of a sudden the kind of person I am, I would have felt guilty for stealing. If someone was like, Hey, stealing's wrong. Don't do that anymore. Steal no more. I would have felt guilty for stealing. And that would have been my new thing that I did that wasted time was feel guilty and feel bad and own the fact that I was a thief. So instead of all of a sudden turning around and be like, okay, so I don't want to be a stealer anymore, but I'm a busybody. I'm someone that likes to, um, you know, take. So how can I use this now, this thing that I'm not doing anymore? What can I do with that time? I was not that kind of person. And honestly, I think a lot of times when we quote unquote, something is revealed to us that we should, I should stop doing Sharon, that you should stop doing Sharon, you tend to take that and fret about it and uh, let that cripple you instead of taking that and being like, okay, wow, now that I, I see this, opportunity of something that I can stop doing. Like, let's just say something that I realized tonight I was doing. Like we got home really late and my husband pulled into the garage and I was like, uh, I'm going to go check the mail. And I don't know why, but he started closing the garage and instead of me, like, oh, why did you do this, Sharon? Tired, just the constant pattern of just speaking what comes up instead of filtering it. Um, instead of, you know, asking myself, is that something I really value saying? And I just like snapped at him and was like, why would you put the garage door down? I just told you I'm going to check the mail. And yeah, you know, I could have easily written that off as like, Oh man, I'm tired. Like, wow. I need we just need to go to bed. But I was like, oh, gosh, what are the neighbors going to think? Like, imagine if someone's outside right now. I bet they just heard me just, like, yell at my husband and be naggy. I'm like, and immediately I was like, man, I bet they uh, think I'm a terrible wife. But thankfully, with this new mindset that, like, I have been working on, instead of, like, feeling this pang of, like, embarrassment in my stomach and, like, oh, I suck, I was like, Ooh, that's something I really should work on. And I didn't care about the neighbors anymore. I was like, okay, that's something I'm going to work on. You know, and if my neighbors think I'm like that, that's fine. Because you know what? I'm going to, I can, one day they'll see that I can be different. And not that it even really matters if my neighbors were there or hurt at all. But I like had this belief system that I didn't have to be that way going forward. 
And that is really exciting for me. That's something that stood out for me in this verse that never has before. It's like, give this person opportunity to do the exact opposite of what they're doing. And um, that is something that I want to do more of, and of like, you know, have opportunities come to me and just even from other people, like I want more feedback on. And it's funny because, you know, like when you open the door for feedback, like I personally, because I'm proud, Sharon, yes, you are. Um, I have this thing where like, I kind of don't want feedback because I have an excuse for why I'm doing what I'm doing. Like, oh, if that person tells me that I need to work on this, well, they just don't know that the reason why I did that is this. And then it's like, okay, but that doesn't necessarily, if you think that way, you're never going to really change it. And also that person doesn't need to know, you know, just all the things. Like it's not about the reason why. It's about do I want to do that still? If I do, then that's fine. Keep doing it. But if I don't, if you don't, Sharon, if you don't want to do it, just change it and don't feel like you have to be, don't take on what the other person sees you as. Be like, aha, okay, that maybe was me. Maybe I did do that or maybe I didn't do that. But you know, that's something that I just need to keep in the back of my mind in case I do that sometimes. And yeah, and then I just really love how um, it it's talking about being renewed in the spirit of your mind. Like, whoa, I really like, I feel that, that my mind does have a spirit and it affects, you know, you can talk about the, the, what's it called? Like the vibe of somebody. I really do think it comes with mindset. And that is something that I want to start um, changing about my day is like, that whole, um, spirit of my mind. And that, like, that totally reminds me of today when I was thinking about like, man, what does Jesus look like? And how we all have all these different views about Jesus. And like, I was trying to figure out, cause you know, I heard some things today about different Christians and I was like, oh man, that's just so not cool. Like the judgment and all these things. And like, man, people can say something that sounds exactly like something a Pharisee said and not realize that they're being a Pharisee. Why am I saying people? You, Sharon, can think a judgmental thought just like a Pharisee and not realize that you're being a Pharisee. And so what I realized is I want to put a sticker on my mirror that says, this is what Jesus looks like. I want, I, you know, I should put that on my mirror the one that I'm looking into right now that says, this is what Jesus looks like because this is what Jesus looks like in modern day. Like after he ascended to heaven, he told us to live out and even more so all of his teachings, all of his uh, miracles, all of his passions for love. And first of all, there's two things I want to see in that is this, you are what Jesus looks like in the sense of like, you are exactly what God wanted you to look like. You, you don't need to change. Like 
you are the epitome of what he created you to be or to look like. And if you, like, so in a sense, you look like what you're supposed to look like. Like, why are you looking for something else? Like, why are you looking for an image of God when you should look in the mirror and be like, God is very good. He is this creator. Like, look at these strange body parts that I could have never came up with. This is what he chose. And then secondly, I need a huge reminder. You know, the cliche saying, uh, you may be the only Bible that a person reads in their entire life. Like, you are Jesus. You are the only picture of Jesus someone may have. So also in that sense, Sharon, like you, like, look, okay, like take a good look at yourself right now. Orange neon shirt and uh, baggy pink sweatpants. Like you don't even match. That's fine. That That's like, I'm so used to seeing a mirror and looking at my outer appearance, but you and your thoughts and uh, your passions and how you interact, you know, like driving, being on your phone, like all these things. You are someone's version of Jesus. And that's something to be excited about. I think in the past, to go along with earlier what uh, I was talking about with myself here, is um, that can be intimidating in the past when someone would be like, oh, you know, you may be the only version of someone that someone sees of Jesus, I may have been like, oh, man, I have so much to fix. Don't look at me now. Oh, you know, like just totally shrugged it off and not taken ownership and felt too guilty to really, you know, do anything like get paralyzed by analyzing. And that, I don't even want to say that cliche quote because I've heard it so many times, um, you know, paralysis by analysis or whatever said it anyways, but. Yeah, like, but instead, I'm going to hear that. I'm going to be someone's picture of Jesus, and I'm going to be like, yes, yes, this is exciting. I get to be motivated to realize that God knows I'm imperfect, and he still wants to use me to be someone's idea of Jesus, and that is exactly what Jesus is. He is good enough all by himself that I don't have to be good enough on my own to prove to somebody else who Jesus is. And I'm getting teary-eyed because that feels really good to hear. Like I feel like all these sayings that I've heard my entire life are just coming through right now. As I have this conversation with myself, dare I say that I'm enjoying this conversation with you, Sharon, even though I really think your colors are hideous together and I'm really not into your eyeshadow look right now. Okay. And yes, I just judged you big time. Um... But, yes and yes. 
God is really cool and he's not going to take my imperfection and let me screw it up. Um, he's going to own that he told us to do better things, to do bigger miracles, to carry out his mission. He, he is going to help us do it. Um, okay, and so I'm going to move on to my next question. Uh, let's see. I also wrote, you are what Jesus looks like. And that is not in a disrespectful way saying, like, Jesus is a human, human like me with all my imperfections. I'm saying I need to stop looking for this identity of Christ and realize I'm going to see him through me. And I see his handiwork and I need to enjoy it. And I need to realize these are the glimpses he wanted to give me of himself. This is the version I'm I'm only going to know on this earth um, because I'm not going to be in any other body. This is, this is the reality God wanted me to have on this earth. And the other thing I have right here is just talk to myself. Sometimes I can get sidetracked and okay. I think the reason why I wrote talk to myself is because I needed to write hear myself here. What says hear yourself, which means hear myself since I'm looking in the mirror. So hear yourself. Don't just talk to yourself. How do you feel about an episode two for a podcast? Um, this is really exciting. I don't really think I believe that I would start this. I'm actually, this feels very strange to be so comfortable sitting on my bed, staring at a mirror um, with his headset on. And um, also, I feel very excited because it's been really nice to uh, process my thoughts, to talk to God a little bit quietly. Um, this is feels so good. To actually, I don't really think that I've sat and thought this long. See, so says twenty six minutes and fifty seconds. Like. kind of fun to talk to myself right now that might be vain but I don't feel like it's vain I think it's uh I almost feel like I'm just taking time to um yeah process things and enjoy like completing a thought that whole thing where I felt like God was talking to me through the Bible, that felt good to just say out loud. I think sometimes when I read the Bible or get a vision or something, I kind of like, oh, that's cool. Like, uh, say that for when a, you know, like it'll kind of stick out in my head, but then go back in a drawer. And then when I'm talking to somebody, that thought will come back out and it's like it will complete while talking to someone else. But there's always interaction when talking with someone else. 
So, you know, it, it doesn't really stay pure and complete. It kind of jump, jumps onto another thought or another person's input comes in. And, you know, you maybe I walk away with the other person's opinion and not so much my own. Or maybe I drown my own opinion out by trying to be agreeable or a peacemaker. So I highly encourage anyone who might listen to this to talk to yourself and, um, you know, enjoy who God created you to be in a humble way to hear what maybe God is trying to speak through you, but that you never fully hear because, you know, like I said, the dialogue continues it going. And then maybe you don't remember it until another conversation sparks and then it changes even more. That whole thing initially that God gave you changes because then there's another person involved and it can probably go on. I think I tend to do that a lot where um, maybe thoughts that were for myself get to get translated into other conversations. And But... Yeah, I'm trying to think. Let's see. When I was praying before this, I was praying for a few things about this. And maybe mainly um, God spoke to me and I lost it because I think I immediately thought about my listeners and that I really wanted them to hear this thing that God was telling me and how it was really like, oh, man, that's so cool. I can't wait to share it. And I think I gave it away. I don't have it anymore. So that's also why it's just cool to fully develop. But I think it's easy for that to happen. Uh, to think that when I get a thought or something, a prayer, and God gives me something, and immediately I think, oh, so-and-so I want to share it with, this or that. And... um Oftentimes I think it escapes me because, like I said, my mind's like trailing somewhere else instead of just when I get things like that, I want to learn to do what I'm doing now, like sit with it, talk it through. You know, this sounds and feels very psychopathic, just, you know, do this. But yeah, I feel lot more insecure about this podcast than I do my first one. And this, I'm just speaking this to be super vulnerable and honest and open and also to not stay attached to that feeling. Like I want to, I'm going to feel it and I'm going to let it go and I'm, or else I'm going to want to record it and just not keep this authenticity that I want to keep with it. That's more important to me than having a good podcast is to be authentic in the moment and show all the sides of me because this one of not knowing what to say and kind of just needing to find inspiration and needing to find something to feel good in the moment. Oh man, that is one thing. I am a chaser of feeling good. You love to feel good, Sharon, don't you? Like, 
oh my goodness, I love happy moments. And I often look to to get back to this feeling if I'm not feeling it. And that comes in all different shapes and sizes. Some things I'm proud of, some things I'm not proud of. The way I handle it, the way I go about it. And, um, but this is all exciting to talk about and I'm pretty excited to choose to not delete this, even though a huge part of me wants to right now. So, yep.